0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Problem Solved, the IISE podcast. I'm James Swisher, Director of Continuing Education for IISE, and we've got a great episode ahead as we quickly approach ergonomics season. Our guest in this episode, Stephen Jenkins, is the Director of Safety and Health for Corp, and he's set to be the keynote speaker for the upcoming Applied Ergonomics Conference 2023, taking place March 27th through the 30th at the Hyatt Regency New Orleans. For our listeners, there's still time to take advantage of huge savings on conference registration through March 19th. Learn more and register today at iise.org slash AEC slash register. Also, don't forget to check out our interview with the other AEC keynote speaker, LaShawn Bulware, Human Factors Design Engineer for the Orion Program at Lockheed Martin Space. She talks to IISE's Keith Albertson about her career motivations and the road to working on space technology. In the meantime, let's get to know Stephen Jenkins from CentOS. Welcome, Stephen Jenkins, to the podcast. We're really uh, excited to have you with us today. Thanks so much for taking time. You are welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I know that you've had a distinguished and pretty exciting career in, in safety and health. But tell us how you got started. How did your how did your career begin as an ergonomist? Well, James, I I wish I could tell you there was some great plan, master
1: plan to get me (laughs) to this point. But there wasn't. Um, I am lucky and uh, I I didn't start down this 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 path when I uh, when I came out of school. I had a background in engineering and a background in, in sports, both playing and coaching, and uh, I got into the work world and said, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if, if we could figure out how to marry the idea of human performance in the workplace? Not knowing that, of course, like many other things, it had already been solved hundreds of years before <laughs> I thought of it. But I didn't know what the term was. I'd never heard the term ergonomics uh, was introduced to it by by a friend who had nothing to do with ergonomics, but just happened to know someone who worked in that in that field. So I stumbled into this multidisciplinary degree, uh, went back to university and said, hey, I want to meld these things together. And I, I came out with uh, with a. Uh, What was not an ergonomics degree, but was all of the backgrounds that you needed to be successful in in ergonomics. And it was not an ergonomics degree because there was no such thing at at the university I went to at that point. And then uh, coming out of that, I I got lucky again. I I sent off some letters to people and. got an opportunity to join the, the province of New Brunswick, Canada. I am Canadian and graduated from Dalhousie University. And uh, the, the province of New Brunswick was kind enough to say, hey, we're interested in getting engaged in ergonomics. And uh, why, why don't you come help us? And that's where it all began. A, a series of misadventures, one might call it. <laughs> so, uh, just darn lucky uh, that people, uh, professors, And uh, and uh, politicians, for lack of a better word, were willing to take a chance on some 20 something
0: that that didn't know very much, quite frankly. (laughs) That's a wonderful story. And today you're director of health and safety for a large corporation, CentOS Corporation. What did your journey look like between starting with the with the province of New Brunswick and getting to cintas yeah great question um again
1: on planned and and <laughs> a series of great opportunities went to New Brunswick and was given this chance to uh set up ergonomics for for businesses in need and met a lot of wonderful business people. And was uh, bold or audacious enough just to reach out to a lot of people, whether they be academics or whether they be uh, 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 in business or, or whether they were consultants or government people, and just say, "Hey, what are you doing?" And and I, I was also lucky enough to to assemble uh, a phenomenal team of individuals that 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 uh, were both accelerated our experience and allowed us to get deeper get deeper into this world, but I. I I just met some phenomenal, phenomenal people and worked with some phenomenal people and learned just so much that uh and was able to experiment so much because we we were cutting down the trees, we were clearing the <laughs> forest and we, we didn't have anybody to, f- to follow in, in that respect. And uh, so, you know, uh, fail fast, fail cheap, take right. risks, you know, all of that was good at the time. And boy, what a wonderful playground for a 20 something to get in <laughs> that uh, didn't know any better. Right. And really just wanted to figure out how can we improve human performance? How can we pr- improve human factors, ergonomics? From that uh, I, I had the opportunity and, and met uh, David Alexander at, at Auburn engineers and, and he took a risk on, on hiring me. And I spent another decade working with some of the best companies in the world in, in safety and health and ergonomics. And just a, I, I, I could give you a list of 50 people that have influenced me that are just yeah. great thinkers. Many of them are involved in the Applied Ergonomics Conference. And that allowed me to uh, to, to develop and, and, and grow and, and learn And uh, actually allowed me to get involved in the initial organizing committees uh, in the initial years of the Applied Ergonomics Conference. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sit there and, uh, learn from, from many of those folks once again. And, uh, 10 years, a little over 10 years ago, I, I joined Syntos. Uh, again, uh, they, they were looking for an ergonomist, wanted to start and accelerate their ergonomics program. And, uh, it's, it's been a fantastic trip so far. I, I'm just so thankful that I, that I, Took the opportunity to do it. And so when I when I look at my career and my stops along the way, you know, I've just been blessed by a lot of experiences and a lot of people who have been gracious and kind. To, to teach me. And as uh, uh, Rick Fulweiler, the, the former head of, of P&G Safety and Health Worldwide, always says, you know, uh, I'm going to lay down some pearls on the floor. And if you want to pick them up, uh, and that's <laughs> what people have been kind enough to do, put these pearls down. And I've been uh, only smart enough to say, hey,
0: that's a pearl. Let me pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's it's wonderful when you're blessed in a career to to have leaders that that um, give you that opportunity to fail fast and give you an opportunity to grow your network and 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 build on not only your successes, but maybe a few failures mixed in there. <laughs> oh, Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, and you mentioned the Applied Ergonomics Conference. Of course, you're going to be keynoting this year's Applied Ergonomics Conference. So we're excited about that. Is that, is that part of your career um, progression as well, is, is building that network, finding, finding folks who have like interest in, in being able to go to events like AEC and learn from others and talk to others?
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, every, everything that I that I have is is come to me through others. And uh, you know, to borrow a phrase from Stephen Covey, uh, you know, sharpening the saw is 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 critical to uh to anything. And Reflecting, uh, gaining insights, uh, is, is critically important. And, you know, you, you, you get to the point where you have, have had a lot of experiences. And so melding those together and, uh, growing and, and becoming a, a, a different person, uh, perhaps a more effective person. Again, to steal a line from Stephen Covey. Right. But the the applied ergonomics course is of course, excuse me, conference. The applied ergonomics conference is very special to me for so many reasons. But I have gained so many uh, relationships, and I have learned so much. Uh, I have so many mentors there, so many teachers there, and you know we we're, we're getting a whole new generation of them coming on board and i just meet so many impressive young people that i say wow i i, I wish i was nearly as as uh, talented as you are at that point in my life and so it's it's inspirational as as well to to uh, g- get all of this coming at you at once and so you 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 leave the conference that you just you just motivated you just yeah. just excited and thankful humbled as well, but thankful that, that this is the career you chose because a lot of really great,
0: really good people engaged in this conference. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and I have that experience at every conference, but particularly at AEC, where you know you get to meet folks who've been at it for a long time and they bring such wisdom and knowledge and experience. But then you also meet these young people who I you know if I was 50% as smart as they are at their age, <laughs> I, I would be way better off in my career. They're, they're just amazingly talented. And uh, yeah, it's a real, it's a wonderful experience both to meet um, new practitioners with great new innovative ideas and experienced practitioners with that wisdom to share. So yeah, it's, it's a, tra- it's a, a real um, a tr- treasure opportunity you know, <laughs> on both sides of the aisle. It is. And I'm, I'm very humbled to be able to come in and speak to
1: them. Um, I, you know, I have hope, hopefully something to share. I, I know I have something to share because I mentioned I've, I've, I've learned from so many people that I I think there's a few pearls I'll be able to throw out there that people will find interesting. They're not my pearls. They're, they're borrowed pearls that I that I hope to <laughs> you know, give back to other people so they can carry on and use them. And as you said, with, the, with the town and the, and the, uh, the, you know, the, the freshness and the, the youth and all the tools at their disposal, that I I'm I'm really excited where where they're going to
0: head with this. Absolutely. When, and hopefully we'll be smart enough to pick a few of those pearls up off the floor along the way. <laughs> it's it's an easy job when all you have to do is put them down there. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Can you um give us a few sneak peeks of of some things that uh, or some topics that you might be highlighting during your keynote? Believe it or
1: not, a month out, I'm, I'm still Still formulating, you know, <laughs> what, what are the best stories that that are, are the most meaningful at, at this time? Sure. And, and obviously, I'm looking through it at my lens and I'm, I'm going to talk to some other people and, and get their lens and their perspective. But as I mentioned, I, I've been been really lucky to spend a lot of time with some wise people. And and that list continues every day and it continues with my team at, at Cintas today and, uh, you know, with people I interact with i think we have this this opportunity to seize a leadership role in human performance and wellness that that's been out there for a while and how how are we going to grasp that what what are the things we're thinking about we we are at this very interesting crossroads and people even more so today are so critical to Company successes to university successes to uh, government agency successes. And how we're going to rise to that challenge and, and the things we might need to consider. To be a good ergonomist, you, you have to be really good at a lot of things. And I'll, I'll just give you one quick example. yeah um, As an ergonomist, we're almost always put in the debit column of the accounting ledger. We're a cost center. And, and to me, um, that's not the right way to think about it. But we've allowed this to happen. I say allowed. I, I I don't think we, we we've taken the bull by the horn, so to speak, to say, OK, how will we change this conversation? Yes. And I think that conversation is out there to be had with with all of the initiatives around wellness, with all of the initiatives around uh, uh, labor shortages. Uh, It's the, the, the time is ripe. And, and, and I I think it's a different challenge than when I faced, when I started my career, even 20 years ago, but I I think we have the tools and the wherewithal if we want to do it, to engage in that conversation and change it. And so I I think there's a real conversation about leadership and where we go with, with the whole world of human performance, human capital, and broadening our, our, our thinking around ergonomics, and we need every piece of the puzzle. You know, we, we need from the uh, pure research to the applied research to the to the government agency to the to the practitioners. Uh, but this conference is is truly about practitioners, and and everyone there, uh, w- whether they know it or not, is a leader. I mean, they're they're there because they're a leader in 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 their company in ergonomics. So I'd, I'd like to just dive into that, and as I said, just uh, talk about some of the things that that some of the lessons I've learned over the last uh, while and uh, has allowed us to be
0: successful um, uh, at Syntos and in, in in previous roles. That's wonderful. Well, I'm I'm excited to hear your keynote and excited to hear how you're addressing some of those challenges and that kind of it's a good maybe segue into challenges in general. I I know a lot of our listeners are, are ergonomists, um, but not everybody listening. You know, we've got a fair amount of folks who practices IEs and maybe only do some ergonomics work. So I'm wondering if, if you could maybe shed some light on what are, what are the big challenges as an ergonomist today? Not, not just at CentOS, but in general, what, what things, what headwinds are you seeing? What, what challenges are out there in front of you? Wow, that's a that's 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 a big question. You can <laughs>
1: in many directions with this. The technology world is just an unknown force out there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure many of the listeners have been paying attention to, you know, open AI and Chat GPT or what I think that's the yeah. name of it. Um, you know, the the ability to basically create information uh through through AI. Yes. Uh, you know, that just opens so many things. We, we, we've got so many technologies that allow us to collect data and uh, and understand the, the problems in jobs now. And, and just lots of lots of advancements and things, you know, that just I, I can't even think of. But what is interesting is many of them just allow us to understand a problem. They don't necessarily rectify the situation. And so regardless of the situation we're confronted with, it still comes back to an interaction between a person and another person or maybe a few people and a few other people, a person in a group, whatever the relationship is. And, you know, I'm always struck by the fact that we go through, through life and up to a certain point, we're really rewarded for our IQ. You know, how, how do you do in that test? You know, what, right. what, you know, how well did you do at university? And you know, how, you know, how do you understand these problems when you understand and enter the workforce? And then at some point, I, I don't know when it's, it's different for all of us. Our emotional intelligence becomes much more important. Yes. And that aspect is, not as well discussed. And so we have all this information flowing in, but we've still got to interact with a person to do it. And it, it almost puts a heavier emphasis on our ability to interrelate and to uh, understand and to listen. When you throw in the whole diverse world that we, we live in now and, and understand diversity of, you know, James, I, I've just met you. Uh, you know, what 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 is your background? If I really want to work with you, where, where are you coming from? And, right. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in a, a little place called Prince Edward Island, Canada. That's about as big as this computer screen we're looking at—130,000 people. It was uh, it was diverse in some ways, but but not overly diverse. And as a young man, I, I was thrown into the, the world of diversity, and I've had to use that that every day. So that those, I, I think, the challenge still becomes the relationship. Some of us are lucky enough or, or maybe unlucky enough, I, I don't know, but to, to live in a world where we don't have to interact. Um, but, you know, even even video games now, they're all about interaction. right? I, I hear my sons yelling at their friends over, <laughs> over their gaming consoles, right, you know, over their headsets. And it's 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 human interaction now. So right. uh, it's uh, it's it's remarkable how
0: it still comes back to that. It's a great point. I, mean, even, even if we see our VR or you know, different work environments than we have today, there still are going to be people interacting with people in those environments, aren't there? Yes. Yeah. Well <laughs> Well said. Well I'm also reminded, I'm going to give a shout out to my uh, colleague, uh, for, uh, former colleague, uh, Frank Grubbs, I worked with for many years. Uh, Frank taught me, um, that it's more important to know where to find the answer than to know the answer yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that, that
1: is. And with the diversity and as an ergonomist, what you hear and what you execute with what you hear is way more important than what I say. And uh, you know, there's, there's that aspect as well is where you find that problem, where you find that answer may change depending on the, uh, on the situation. Absolutely.
0: And the person you're interacting with. Well, speaking of answers to problems, CentOS has a pretty good track record going with the Ergo Cup. Uh, so I think eight eight wins. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, in in five years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. For, for listeners who aren't uh familiar with the Ergo Cup, that is uh one of the most prestigious awards in uh, the ergonomics community. Goes to teams who solve an ergonomics, a complex ergonomics problem. And uh boy, CentOS has been dominating the last few years. So <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about? How how you um, built the buy in with employees to build these solutions and and sort of how they tackle problems at Sentoss?
1: Yes, uh, and and I wish I could take some credit for this, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure I can except very 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 thinly. Um, but to to answer this question, I need to start with Sentoss, and I, I often tell when I want to get to talk to engineering students and, and and they give me a few opportunities to do that at different universities i I often start with this story that my last consulting gig I'd finally gotten NASA clearance I'd been able to work on some projects but being canadian it was was hard to get and. Right. Uh, so I was getting to work with NASA. And when you tell an engineer that, or a young engineer, and you talk about some of the projects you're doing, so, oh, that's really cool. And I say, but I left that to go do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you why. Now, you can think I'm crazy. And, and at the end of it, you may still think I'm crazy. But let me try <laughs> to explain why I made that decision. When I first got into conversations with Cintas, uh, I I knew very little about them. Uh, you know, we're a business to business, uh, company, so we're not out there, but we're a little like, I call the baby stroller phenomena. When you, when you have a kid and get a baby stroll, you realize, oh my goodness, there's a lot of baby strollers out there. Right. And anybody who's listening, who's, who's gone through that, they, they realize exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, so I when I saw Sintos and started to talk to me, I saw these trucks, these white trucks all over the place. And OK, that's what they do. And OK, they do laundry. We do first aid services. We do fire protection services. We do other things like that. But what's the company really about? And, and the company uh, and the founder of the company, Dick Farmer, uh, the modern, the modern company, um, he wrote a book called The Spirit is the Difference, which basically describes the culture. And very early in the book, he he says, hey, if you want to know how the job is done, go talk to the person who does it. Yeah. And that permeates our culture. We are focused on executing to service our customers, of which we have a million customers, by the way. Wow. And allowing our partners to have input and express their needs and interacting with them at the highest level, you know, when, when I get to t- travel with our executives, our highest level executives, they spend the vast a majority of their time on their location visits, talking to frontline customers, talking to frontline partners. We, we call our employees partners, excuse me. Sure. So employee partners. So this, this engagement model that is at Sintos really struck me. And so when I looked at the company, I said, you know, I've been talking a lot for a long time about the power of people, human performance, uh, you know, allowing these people to generate ideas and solve problems. This will give me an opportunity to put my theory into practice. And so I joined Cintas and they indeed gave me that ability to do that. And our corporate ergonomist today, Devana Pilsik, um, continues to do that. and And. Marvelously and, and far better than than I could even uh conceive doing it. And it has allowed us to put not just the problem identification, because a lot of companies say we're going to engage and include our partners, but what it really is is the modern day suggestion box, James, let me identify the problem. We have said, no, we're not only going to do that, we are going to allow you to solve the problems. Wow. And uh put in very simple tools to be able to do that. But the reality is we we have 44,000 employees, roughly. It changes from day to day, so I don't ever know the exact count. And their ability, even 10% of them solving problems, are going to so exceed what I could do any time. And so they're solving hundreds of problems on a regular basis. Where, what, what could I solve? Right. You know, and maybe it's a little bit better. Maybe it isn't because I don't understand the work as well as they do. Sure. It certainly takes a lot longer. And maybe they are incremental changes. Maybe they don't eliminate the risk, but those incremental changes add up. Absolutely. And and so, you know, the, the awards are an output. We we don't, there there's nothing, you know, there's nobody in there going after the award. <laughs> it's nice, you know, our, our partners love getting awards and we're excited for them. But I, I think at the end of the day, our culture is you belong to something bigger than you. You are participating in something. We we have hundreds of little locations. We have 17,000 vehicles. And when you make a fix, when you put something in place, you are impacting all of these other people. Right. What a wonderful feeling. Yeah. You know, you're a frontline partner, you're you're going to work and you're working on this this team and, you know, you're going to impact hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of employees with a fix like this. It's uh, it's just the the power that they, you know, just the mm, that the happiness, the fulfillment that they feel is you, you, you can't bottle it. You can't package it. You can't. And it's got. Absolutely nothing to do with me. It's their
0: choice to get involved and it's their choice to put their effort into it. And it's it's the outcomes that you see. Wow. That's amazing. And what sounds like the the awards are a byproduct of the culture, not not the other way around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you made a smart choice uh, going to do laundry instead of instead of launching spaceships. <laughs>
1: it, it, it fits me, James. You're absolutely right. It fits my style, and uh, and you know, it's it, not going to fit everybody's style. But uh, yeah, it 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 was it was a. a one of the best decisions I made in my life and one of the few planned decisions, still lucky, <laughs> I found out that, but, uh, but at least I stopped and said, Hey, I want to, uh, that's right. So I, I, I will take a tiny little
0: bit of credit for making that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think you're, I think you're awfully humble. I, I suspect that your talent and your decisions, uh, have a big, uh, big part in your uh, success over time. But, but I agree with you, at least, at least from my perspective, I know so much of my life has just been good fortune, um, be to have the good fortune to work with smart people and learn from other people and and be in the right place at the right time. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, hard to underestimate the power of good fortune in your life. (laughs) Yes. When I'm the smartest person in the world, I get worried, James.
1: So
0: (laughs) (laughs) you and me both. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's just so many talented people out there. That it, there are. Really there really are. And and going back to the Applied Ergonomics Conference, that that's what makes it so so exciting. There are just a lot of talented people assembled in that room.
0: You know, that's funny that you say that. It's exactly what I was going to ask you. Is yeah, I know. I know we're we're all really excited to learn from you at the conference. What are you hoping to learn from others at the conference?
1: I've always been fortunate enough um, and I I think this fit my family instilled this in me that, uh, you know, ask, ask questions and, and, and listen, and, and obviously you're very good at this or, or you would not be sitting in the, in the chair, uh, (laughs) podcasts at at this and, uh, you know, finding out what's, what's important to people on this day and just, just, just asking questions. Uh, you, you can learn something from any conversation and any situation. Uh you know I I have been really working uh for the last few years on, on getting rid of my biases. I, I didn't know how many I had. And uh I, I I think it's just to listen and and to learn and to to take take value in all these and 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 truly they're 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 pearls. They're they're pearls that people are lying down in, and something you can learn from and something you can use. And and, and maybe not today. Yeah. Um, but at some point, you know, my 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 daughter she used to drive me crazy. She anything below before the year 2000, she always referred to as the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> for someone of my age, the nineteen hundreds is one hundred and twenty three years ago, not, right, not right. twenty three years ago. Right. Right. But. I often reflect on that because it's perspective. Sure. And at first I was insulted by it. <laughs> I'm not 123 years old. <laughs> but to her I'm a product of the 1900s. Yeah. And uh to listen to to the the news and and the thinking of people who are products of the 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 21st century is uh, is 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 really critical part of it as well. And I I don't get enough opportunities, unfortunately, to do that as much. You know, I I do get to talk to a lot of university students and I I, I do try to spend a lot of time with our our new partners and our our younger partners and uh, our employees. And uh, it's 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 always a gift. But uh, I, I think that's always a focus of mine as well, because I have a lot of blind spots there.
0: I think that's really insightful, and you know, I think you're right. I think, as we all start to examine ourselves more, the more we realize we have biases and blind spots, and so the importance of of listening to others and and actively listening, looking for those pearls, yeah, you know, some some people make those pearls a little more obvious on the floor than others. <laughs> so yes, that, yes. It, it, it takes some work sometimes to to listen and and understand what somebody's trying to tell you and and what uh, advice they have to offer you. Yes. Yes. I know for one that I am very excited about the conference. I'm very excited about hearing your keynote, but you have now made me doubly excited about stopping to listen to everybody else while I'm there. Um, I I was already excited about interacting, (laughs) but you, you have reminded me how important it is really to to talk to others, listen to their ideas, um, pick up those pearls of wisdom, wherever you can. Well, thank you. That's, that's very kind of you to say. I have very much enjoyed meeting you. Same here. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I'm looking forward to seeing you live in person at the conference. It's going to be great. Uh, and I know we've you know had a wonderful opportunity to, to get to know you better. And I know everybody's going to be looking forward to meeting you in person and getting to know you even better at the conference. Well, thank you. It's very kind. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, not something I'm
1: naturally inclined to want <laughs> to do, uh, but uh, but I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I I, th- I think the gift I will get back is if it does generate some conversations and it does change or allow someone to perform better than then then, it, then it's 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 time well spent and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll take a chance and try it.
0: Absolutely. Well, Stephen Jenkins, thank you for being on Problem Solved. We're looking forward to hearing more very, very soon. Thank you, James. Appreciate your time.
1: You've been listening to Problem Solved, the IISE podcast, a production of the Institute of Industrial and Systems Engineers in Norcross, Georgia. We hope you'll share this and other Problem Solved episodes with your friends and colleagues. Learn more about sponsorship and advertising opportunities, as well as how you can become a member of IISE by visiting
0: podcast.iise.org.